Starting off the muster for a Thursday afternoon. A little bit of headless chickens for our next guest, Phil Duncan of Weather Watch. Good afternoon. Hello, that was great. That was a very different intro. Very, very happy Monday-esque type vibe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, you remember that group, likes of that, like... Before dance music became a thing in the UK back in the early 90s, likes of the Happy Mondays, groups like that who were around. Um, yeah, just very much a vibe, and that's what the Headless Chicken seemed to provide back in the day. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good, good blast from the past. Oh, it wasn't Alanis. We'll have to play Alanis for you another day, too. <laughs> yeah, next week. We'll have to that one for next week. Yeah. Hey, um, how's everything looking up your way, mate? Um, we're still talking about it in Gore. We still haven't had these frosts. Temperatures are still staying pretty good up at um, the low overnight lows as well, so we continue for a little bit longer. Do you know, it's amazing that up here in Auckland, our, our um, overnight lows have been colder than yours. <laughs> so... That says it all, right? Uh, tonight, a, a classic example. Overnight low in Gore tonight is six degrees, and in Auckland we're forecasting two. <laughs> so, um, so that's uh, yeah, that's not that doesn't happen too often, does it? The Southland's warmer than Auckland, but it does happen sometimes. And your weather pattern coming up really for the next um, ten days is classic autumn. It's not an early winter at all. It's a very typical autumn pattern where some days are a little cool, some days are a little bit warm. The overnight lows, though, are still not too bad. The lowest temperature I can see in the next 10 days is, for Gore anyway, it's 4 degrees on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Otherwise, you're in the 7s, 8s, 9s, right through till the end of next week. But it's a North Island cold, remember, Phil. There's a difference between North Island and South Island cold, apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, we we have, um, I was going to say, you know, that our um, it's damp up here. So you can feel the cold even more to some degree. Waikato, where I grew up, freezing cold. We had minus four and minus five overnight lows, but it came with 98%, 100% humidity. Mm. So you'd wake up and it would be like Alexandra with the hoarfrost, you know, like, which you guys get sometimes as well. Yeah. But it would be, yeah, foggy and frosty at the same time. Um, and I've had that once in Auckland as well, where... Had a frosty morning and then suddenly fog just rolled in off the Waitemata Harbour, and it um, was really unusual to be in Auckland experiencing that kind of weather. But I, I've got to say, at the moment, your humidity is right up there. It's, it, people mistake humidity as being muggy. Um, muggy is when it's warm and humid, but but humid weather happens when it's foggy in the middle of winter. And at the moment, your humidity levels in Southland are right up into the 90% range. Um, most uh, most days and nights, or sorry, most most nights anyway, um, and if they're not up there yet, they will be getting to that way as we go into the weekend. You talk about hoarfrosts and the fog that can go with them. I've seen it here a matter of years ago. We had about four days where you literally had fog just every day, all day, and all night. It was actually, it actually got depressing going outside because you couldn't actually see more than 20 metres in front of you. When you're going to move the brakes, it was, it was a chore. It wasn't a job. It wasn't fun. See, I think that's why I get on well with you guys in Southland, because I, growing up in Waikato, that could be a Waikato story. You know, I remember one day when we first moved there in the 80s, my parents uh, had the house surrounded by trees, and we had frost that never melted in the backyard for four days. Didn't melt. Yeah. And fog the whole time. Fog. I think the highest fog lifted was about 50, maybe 80 metres above the house mm. um, in the afternoon, and then it very quickly returned. And it was four days like that. 
And that was before heat pumps and, you know, the, the sort of modern times we live in now where you can much faster warm up a house. Yeah, no, it's crazy how it all just ebbs and flows. Um, but those days before, when you talk about the frosts and the fogs, etc. I mean, it's not to say it's not going to happen this winter. Let's not kid ourselves. We're no. only halfway through May. Winter doesn't start officially until June. But it's the thing, and like just talking to people um, on the program and various other things I have to do about what the situation is down here. And they just think of Southland as just being like a penguin hole. But yeah. it's not the case. This year it's been anything but. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I mean... Southland does experience a longer winter than we do up in the top of the country. Um, but this year, not, not, that's not the case. You're definitely experiencing similar weather to the rest of the country, warmer than average. But, as you just said, um, it probably won't last. And, in fact, the data right now suggests that the end of next week, seven days from now, next Thursday, um, particularly next Friday and Saturday, there could be quite a wintry change. And I mean daytime highs of 8 degrees and overnight lows of 3 or 4, which means the wind chill could be down below zero. So that's a bit of a sign of maybe you know, some hints that we are getting closer to winter. The other thing that we've just gone into, it started uh, the other day, started this week, um, around about Monday night, Tuesday, but the, uh, sorry, Tuesday night, Wednesday, I should say, um, the beginning of the solar winter, that's already started for the Southern Hemisphere that's the next three months or quarter of the year with the least amount of available sunlight. In other words, the shortest days and our longest nights or the darkest period of the year is coming up. And it's amazing how many people actually love this time of the year. I'd love to do a poll asking, you know, comparing Southland to Auckland as to whether or not you love winter because that would be quite an interesting poll to see because a lot of people up here do like the cold, crisp days. I don't know, I'm sure you do too, but maybe not so much when it comes with the cloud. Yeah, but if you're outside moving brakes and you're getting these frosts, 1996 was a watershed year for frosts in Southland. Um, we got down to minus 16 that year, I do believe, and it got yeah. to the point you're pushing plastic standards into the ground. They just snap. It was horrible. Yeah. And if they were already stuck in the ground, you had to wait about th- you had to wait a long time for the ground to thaw before you could pull them out. Otherwise, it just snap off at ground level and there was spikes stuck in the ground. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I've got to say, um, you know, I've, I've experienced some low temperatures up here in the, in the North Island, but nothing like that. And the lowest temperature I think I've ever experienced in New Zealand was minus um, eight or nine in Alexandra when my brother was teaching there at the, at the high school for, back in the 90s. I used to go down there for the May holidays, so around about this time of the year, back when they used to be a thing, um, and we had our three, three uh, terms of the year. But uh, minus eight was the lowest, or minus nine. That was the coldest I've felt in New Zealand. Minus 41 is the coldest I've felt in uh, North Dakota, and Fargo, North Dakota in America. That was, that was something. You couldn't do much with putting, uh, doing anything outside when it's that temperature. Yeah, I went skiing in St Anton and Austrian Alps once upon a time with the Swiss Alps, and I tell you what, minus 25 during the yeah. day is not very pleasant. So just summation for the week, Phil. Um, we're looking pretty much at a continuation of what we've got now with the milder temperatures at night, but about eight, nine days from now, the tide turns. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of mild for the next couple of days ahead, and then Saturday night's cold, um, Sunday's a little bit colder, Monday's quite warm, high of 17, low of 9. But then behind that, the week gets progressively colder. And by this time next week, probably our first kind of wintry snap of the year. It doesn't look too major yet, but, you know, when you're talking about a high of eight, that is certainly, um, that's certainly a change to what you've been having lately.
Sure is. Hey, Phil Duncan of Weatherwatch, thanks for your time as always. My pleasure. Enjoy your rest of your week and the weekend. Phil Duncan from Weatherwatch. Um, continuation of what we've got for the foreseeable future, but then oh, probably towards this time next week, the tide starts to turn. So at the meantime, anyway, we're still getting these overnight lows of like eight degrees or whatever. So we'll take that every day, I suppose. Uh, coming up next on The Muster for a Thursday afternoon, Justin Kiddo from Dairy NZ.